folks? Welcome to Yelling About Pat Day. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Welcome back to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm welcoming myself back, by the way. Last, I've never taken a week off, by the way. Last episode was the first time I had a guest host. You know, it didn't feel right. It felt like I was cheating on you. You were. It felt you weird. Just waited a week, but it felt like naughty and like you know, like maybe like if you if you're married and you step out on your wife, did you guys or, or like, your did husband you guys have lunch wine together? No, we didn't. All right, then that's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. It's fine. No, I wouldn't do I, that to I, you. I, would, I forgive. I don't me. want you to see me on the gram drinking lunch wine with another man. That's just you're like, oh, oh, who's this? Absolutely. Oh, oh, I go to a wedding for one weekend and suddenly Carl's got a new co-host in his life. Well, I hope he brought that certain you know voice. Mm, he that, sure did. You know the yin to your yang. The sunny to your share. It was very fun. The Ringo to your rest of the Beatles. You were partying. You were at a wedding last week. I was at a wedding this past weekend. Yeah. So we've been we've been partying. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. I'm definitely still a little definitely. banged up. Uh, it, it's been a long I'm weekend. I'm still banged up. You're still I, banged up from, from a week well, because ago. I got an, an, I got um, a cold the day after because as a, like a genius. Sure. I jumped into a pool in in the desert. You were in Palm Springs. In Palm Springs. Right. Okay. At you know, high winds. And right. all stuff. I jumped into the pool like with a bunch of other people, like, you know, like in your 10 clothes. PM. Yeah. Own my full suit. Oh, like in the tux. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I didn't wear a tux. I just wore, you know, a nice. Was it, was blazer. it like the Simpsons where a poo goes to the pool party and then he knocks everyone in and they all go in in like a line one uh, after the other, like synchronized divers. It, it wasn't like that. Um, but it was, there was, it was definitely very fun. It was okay. like, uh, it was like a rap video. Okay. We so, like so a bunch our, of, a bunch of dudes end up in the pool in their suits. There was a lot of girls too. Okay. Of, my wife jumped in. Oh, that's fun. A bunch, other, a bunch of other people. No, it was, it was really fun. But then, you know, you get out yeah, you and you party were, you and you dance and stuff. You guys were drunk, drunk as hell. hell. You party and you dance and stuff. And then like <laughs> you go to sleep in wet clothes and you wake up and you're like, oh, that's weird. I feel a tickle. Oh boy. And then, so I've had a tickle okay. for a little bit. Got tested for COVID just to make sure. Sure, sure. Gotta be safe. People getting COVID left and right these days. you sneeze or cough anywhere now. You can't do it is that you're going to kill someone dude if you get water down the wrong pipe in a restaurant you just have to get up and leave there's there's you, no you, you there's throw, no heavy coughing allowed the last episode not the last episode last episode i was on yeah. you throw 40 dollars on the table <laughs> and you walk out the door you leave immediately you leave immediately. they're like sir the meal was 250 dollars. you're like, like gotta go i'm just like listen do you want me to make a scene here with my coughing and hacking i've actually had to do i had to i just got like water down the wrong pipe or maybe it was wine, but I was like, I knew I had to do like some deep coughing. Yeah. So I just went to the bathroom and I like really coughed it out. And the guy waiting outside was probably like, this motherfucker's got COVID. He's like, this is COVID everywhere. This bathroom's full of droplets. Me, the problem for me is that we do like fresh black pepper on lots of stuff. So when black pepper gets into your nose mm. or your eyes or whatever, sure. it's going to affect you. But that's more of a sneeze. It's, it could be anything though. It can, and you know, your nose is connected to your mouth, which is connected to everything else. Sure. Uh, it, it, it gets, it gets a little dicey. So sometimes when I'm in the shop every now and again, I'll get like a little pepper hit sure. and I'll start hazards like, of the job. It's hazards of the sandwich game. It's tough, man. I'm it's not that gonna... it's snacking on too many, uh, cured meats. No, I don't do that ever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just, well, you're you don't want to get high. It's like, you don't want to get high off your own supply. That's too true. Much. That's true. It's the, That's it's the number one rule of sandwich number, dealing. Num number one rule of, of the game. And I'm just so I never don't, I really don't do that. I actually don't eat a lot of sandwiches anymore. Right. It's but, like how winemakers only drink beer when they're like partying at the winery because like they're so sick of wine. Just, You're just, sick of sandwiches. You like, want something else. Ugh, the nuance. Give me a natty yeah, ice. Yeah. Give me a fucking Bud Light. You know what? That, that's not bad. See, I feel like if I worked at the sandwich shop, I would, I would be like sneaking bites a lot. I mean, you would, and then you know, it's just like anything, you know. 
Then, too it, then of, it becomes too normal. Of, too much of a good thing. Yeah, I'd be a kid in a candy shop. Yeah, and so you're just like, so that's the way you know me make up new sandwiches. You I'm like, I them, could like, make you know. myself a sandwich whenever I want. Sometimes I like forget that that's just like an option. I'm like, what should I eat? Like, what should I cook? Like, should yeah. I go to? Re-? And then I'm just like, make a fucking sandwich. Just make a sandwich, man. It's like, don't forget Timeless. about just making a sandwich. You it's know? like, it's like eggs. It's just like, oh, I could just. Well, make I eat eggs. eggs. I eat eggs every morning. Yeah, I don't. So do I. I eat eggs every morning, um, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, but I don't eat sandwiches every day. If I do skip a day of eggs, uh, you feel like you feel low on power. No, not necessarily low on power. It's because I still have like a lot of coffee. I'm like jacked right now. I had had a really strong cold brew today. So I feel a little methy. Right. right You're coming in hot. So enjoy the show, everybody. (laughs) Buckle the fuck up. I Um, actually switched. It's raining here in LA. Uh, this is like uh, one of the rainiest days it's been for a while. I actually switched this morning. I'm a cold brew guy. I do cold brew every morning, but I had an Americano this morning. Because I was like, it's cold. I it's myself, actively raining. I mean, I make French presses almost every day. If okay. not, I have gotten back to go into 7-Eleven to get my, my one, $1 coffee. I, they actually raised the price. I thought you were off away. 7-Eleven coffee. I was, but then you know what? It's just like... You, you've you know, relapsed. I, I wish I you could You fucking relapsed. It was a real broke back 7-Eleven situation. I can't quit you. Yeah, I mean, I just look at You look at it through the window. Yeah. You see a guy like pumping and gross then you hear shit just into like, his cup. I will remember you. <laughs> Your face is up against will the glass. You're steaming up the glass. The 7-Eleven employee's like, "Who's? What is this motherfucker doing? Get out of here!" I actually here. know the guy. Uh, his of name course, because you used uh, to go shout out, every day. Shout out to Ravi. Shout out to Ravi on the uh, on the Third Street and Kenmore. He was probably so happy when you came back. He's like, "I knew you'd be back, motherfucker." Has, Think you're too good for our coffee? Get the fuck in. He here. also has an insane amount of drip for oh. like being a 7-Eleven owner. Oh shit! Okay, Rob, I'm assuming Ravi's he's bringing a good game. He's the owner, man. I think he has like a chain wallet. Like he looks like okay. a greaser. Like okay. he looks like he was like he's like really into the stray cats. Yeah, just because you work at Seven Eleven doesn't mean you can't have swag on the yeah, job. He drives a Mercedes. Shout out to Robbie, man. Shout out to Robbie. I don't think he listens, but if you do, you'll see me again like once, twice. Well, a week. I'm glad you're back in the coffee. It's like reconnecting with an old friend during these troubled yeah. times. You need to reconnect. But I do, I, I do like you know you know making my own. It's a it's like making your bed in the morning. Like you make your own coffee in the morning. It's like the sense of like accomplishment that you sure. have to start your day. I appreciate that. Well, I've been making cold brew at home because I realized, you know, I live one street over from a little coffee spot. I go there. What? I like the guy, but you it's live $4. You from like 90 coffee spots. Well, I mean like one street. Living I mean, obviously Echo, Echo Park. Park has a ton, but I'm like, this what place is like 50 yards from my house. Very convenient. But like, you know, $4, you know, I always tip a dollar. So that's like five. I think it's like almost five fifty all all told. It's ludicrous. But you can't do that every day. I mean, you can if you're... I don't want to. You have a very different lifestyle. I've been getting lazy, but uh, yeah. So I started just making cold brew again. I'm like, this is how I want to be living my life. It's too much for me. The cold brew, it's like, I can't, I can't gauge it well enough. <laughs> I'm not like scaling You got to lock in the right I'm, ratio. Because like, if, if it's, too, it's too much, I just, I'm, I just feel useless. If like, I'm not like, ja- if, I'm, if I don't feel like a little bit like tweaked out, I'm like, I haven't had enough. I need to get to the verge of like, I'm, I'm about to have that, a panic attack actually, and then I'm like, all right, I'm, so, I'm good. So you're in just in problem territory right now. You have no, a problem. No, I can drink two cold brews and be totally good. But it's like, like, it's like doing meth and you're just like, well, if I don't have enough meth, I just don't get that meth kick. Well, here's the thing. If I have a cup of regular have that coffee, chalky, chalky white crunch, I, I, that's the thing. If I have a cup of regular coffee, I'm like, this does nothing for me. Like I need that. I need the cold brew hit, you know, yeah, well, something you know. about it. You're stronger than I am. Yeah. So I had two this morning. Well, I had a I had an Americano and then a cold brew just to top me up. I had a French press and then a cold brew. Okay. Well, maybe that's my problem. We're yeah. adequately caffeinated. Um, yeah. I had a nice wedding up in San Luis Obispo, so I'm kind of in recovery mode. It looked beautiful. You went to the uh, Alex yes. Madonna's Gold Rush Steakhouse. The Madonna did you Inn. Sit in oh the, my did god. Did you sit in one of the goofy pink booths? 
Sure, of course. Yes. Yeah, well, because you can eat almost anywhere. Yes. So the bo- there's the bar area. Uh-huh. This, I think it's called like the Silver Dollar Bar, sure. which has a really nice view of the dance floor. Oh yeah. And the people watching there oh, is second to second none. Second to none. There it's, was this old couple with matching shirts, uh, and you okay. could tell that they've been taking the swing dancing lessons. But the woman's big, like tall, and the guy's little. So it's this matching shirted couple. With this tall woman and this tiny guy just tearing up the dance floor with their swing moves. Really hitting it. Dude, it's great. I mean, that main dining room is just so opulent. Beautiful. It's uh, what I imagine, like, Angeline would ex- <laughs> would, um, would want, like, a steakhouse to look like. Yes. Um, if Angeline like, designed like, a steakhouse. Or it's like Malibu Barbie's, like, dream steakhouse. For... Which I don't think Mattel has made that yet. I don't think they've, they've made a dream house, but I don't think they've they made should, a steakhouse They should make Barbie. a Madonna in They should make a Madonna steakhouse playset. Officially licensed by Alex Madonna. It's it's a it's a really strange, wacky place. Yeah. But For our listeners who don't know busy. about Madonna, and it's in the Central Coast, San Luis Obispo. It's this massive place. It's been there since the fifties. It's a must. It's like you know, kind of like over the top architecture, weird stained glass, stones. Everything's yeah. pink. It's kind of gaudy, but in a fun way. Yeah. And the restaurant, I gotta say, it's like the steak on the menu, the ribeye is delicious. It's like fifty bucks, but with that, you get. A bread basket with yeah. really good butter, an yeah. antipasta platter, a salad, and a loaded baked potato. I'm like, that's service, baby. I remember I got a sa- I went on it. It's so weird. I went one time, and I didn't get steak or anything else. I just got a salad, and it was the biggest, most ridiculous salad I've ever They have a prime I've rib salad on the menu. I haven't had that, but I, I think I got like a Cobb salad or whatever, and it was just like just insane. Yeah, that's a meal. It was, just, it was like the Mount Kilimanjaro of Cobb salads. It was just ridiculous. I love it. So much stuff on it. I mean, so the, the, the loaded baked potato comes in gold foil. Of course. You get a big fucking ribeye and, the, you know, two classy strings of asparagus, two spears. And that's just a, that's just a real nice meal right there. That's a, that's a solid meal. I, you I get, tried you, you to eat everything. You drink some martinis? The martinis are oh, stiff. I was drinking martinis left and right. Uh, martinis are stiff. You got two martinis, man. You feel <laughs> like you've had nine martinis. Well, it was funny because I ate... Uh, we ate in the room and then there was a rehearsal dinner for the people that were in the wedding. Like I wasn't in, the, you know, I wasn't like a, you know, a, a groomsman or anything. Right. So there was like two, two groups and I go over to the other room where they're doing the rehearsal and they're like, we got, we got more steak. And I'm like, I'll, I'll see, have another see, steak. So the, I, I had two steaks. The wedding I, that I was at, I was at my business partner's wedding. Um, lovely man. Top 10 guest. Actually, Shout out to Dave Fernie. To Dave Fernie. Uh, top 10 guest. I think that might've been the drunkest we've ever gotten on an episode. I think we Dave. I forget what episode bottle. it was. It's kind of early on. Dave brought a bottle of mezcal when we were recording. We ended up drinking the entire thing, and then we ended up going out. We, afterwards. Didn't, we didn't plan to drink the entire thing, but it just happened. Maybe you didn't plan wow. to drink the entire thing, but you know, Dave came in with one objective, okay, and it was to right. crush the entire bottle of mezcal. Right. But uh, he didn't have a wedding party either. But I was in it. I was the ring bearer. Okay. That was my job. That's a serious and responsibility. And no, some people don't know this, but I did drop the rings before we walked out and I dropped them on like a cobblestone kind of like thing. As so, like a bit? No, like someone gave me a pillow with two rings tied to it, but whoever tied it did not do a very good job tying. I was holding it and I like, I checked my, well, I don't have a watch, but I checked something, you know, I'm like my hands. Right. Just to make sure all the tattoos were still right. there. Like still, still looks good, still we, looks good. You never know if one of them just like leaves in the middle of the night and I just hear cling cling. Oh no! And the, we found one really easy. Wait, they were on like a cushion, like, yeah, like classic cushion, style. Yeah, like a little cushion pillow. So you had one job, Joel. No, so I was, and it was like maybe three minutes before we were walking, and I'm sitting there with the other people that were walking down the aisle. I was like, oh god, I, I'm like Dave's uh, wife now. 
would never let me hear the end no, of it. If, no, no, if, no, no, no. If they didn't make it there. Because they were also like grandfathers, sure. grandmothers. These are like family heirlooms. heirlooms. They, they're, no, they're like legit family heirlooms. And so I dropped them um, on accident. And then I found one right away. I found Dave's ring right away. And then the other one was like a little more. Oh, it was it a little rolled more, and shit? It, it was a nightmare. And then someone else like right before us was well, uh, oh found God. it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to mess this up. So I put the rings on my hand. And then you can't get them off. And then, no. So And then I walked down the aisle just like showing my hand to everybody like Michael Jackson with the one sparkly glove <laughs> bubbles in tow and I was just I was like I'm not fucking this up man but not they came off easily up. when you need them to because uh, that would have yeah, been yeah, even yeah. funnier I, then I, they got I, stuck I only, I only put them up like one someone knuckle gets deep. some Crisco yeah. they're stuck yeah, on Joel's no, fingers I, just, I did one knuckle deep man you okay. know what I'm saying like I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna mess it up but I did that it was great it was a, a beautiful wedding Palm Springs is a beautiful location in, Oct- in October so it was, it was really nice you know Dave is a Dave's your business partner. He's in the sandwich game. There's a lot yeah. of food and beverage people at this wedding. Oh yeah. Did he ask you to do the food? Who did you guys oh, get for the food? We did. I mean, we did all the food. Okay. Because Dave is a very good cook. Yeah. So it was it was Dave, Dave and myself. Wait, he cooked for his own wedding? Yes and no. I mean, like we, the first night we did a rehearsal dinner, sure. which was not really a rehearsal dinner. It was like right. a rehearsal just, party, right? Because there was nothing to rehearse. And uh, we did pizzas, you know, we do like pizzas out of okay. the back at Slipper Clutch. Sure. So, you know, our, so you brought our, your little oven. We brought oh, an oven. We brought Nate. Nate came okay. out and was helping out okay. a lot. Nate's a super talented guy. And uh, we did pizzas the first night. And then the next day we did tacos. We did, you know, tinga tacos. We did cauliflower pastor. We so did, it was like you and Dave are yeah. cooking at the wedding. We, we, I mean, we did a lot of the pre-prep, but we had like chafing dishes and like, you know, we brought a flat mm. top out and all that other stuff. And like, we kind of just executed. Okay. I mean, I basically myself right. and Nate did. Because we don't want... We you don't can't want hire someone. You can't hire someone I mean, random. You, can, you can, but like, you know, you got to be balling on a budget. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Like, there's only a finite amount of money that people like, in the At your wedding, you have. got all those good briskets, you know? The Wagyu briskets and, and top 10 guests, Burt back in oh. He was, that that he was, was hard to beat. He was, he was doing The great wedding work. I was at, it's in San Luis Obispo, so you know there's that Santa Maria barbecue tradition in the Central Coast. You gotta get that tri-tip. They use the red oak, they do the tri-tip, it's all about tri-tip. So we had, you know, they had hired a caterer and they... They did tri-tip and the whole thing, you know, baked beans, potato salad, slaw. Yeah, I'm sure it was fine. It was fucking good. Yeah. yeah you can't go wrong fine. with that. I feel like, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I don't think the vegetarians were happy because, like, the vegetarian option looked terrible. It was it was just like a veggie burger that was like, hey, this is a Morningstar patty that I de- defrosted. But, like, the barbecue was really good. I mean, that's, that's great. I, here, I mean, if you're if it's not a vegetarian wedding yeah. and you go, I mean, like you have to plan, you have to make other plans. Sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bring snacks. Yeah, bring, bring a burrito. Bring something else. You know what I mean? Like and you then, can't go there and expect the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. And then at like you know three a.m. when everyone has been drinking for a while, they had a taco guy roll up and make uh, you know clutch. quesadillas, tacos, a little fucking salsa bar with the fixins. Yeah, yeah we made we I made mean, all that's the a clutch and all that other stuff. I mean, it's a it's just a good move and. I don't like. Um, I'm not a big fan of like the f- a formal um, dinner service yeah, for yeah. a wedding. Like, right. I don't like. It's like here's your salad and just like some leaves and like balsamic and like on the side and like two big tomatoes. Sure. Like I'm not a big fan of that. And then it's like chicken, fish, or steak, and it's like all like very mediocre and mm. like it's all been sitting out or like whatever. I like that. Like oh, it's like a taco thing or a pizza thing or like briskets or like whatever. You know, barbecue. When the taco like guy rolls up on the party, that's an exciting moment. You're never Ed, not pumped to see everyone that. Everyone is just like, like oh at, shit, is it, the taco guys here? Oh shit. It's I was good. at a house party, this was pre-COVID, and they had hired uh, Taco Zone, 
the you know oh, yeah. storied taco truck in Echo Auto Park. Zone's taco company. So apparently yeah. they have like a catering truck. It, it wasn't the Taco Zone trailer because the actual oh, yeah. one is not a truck. It's because, like a trailer. Yeah, it's a it's a but silver, they have silver apparently like a truck that they use for parties and events, and that rolled up at a house party, and I was like, that's a power move. You just have a taco truck pull into your home. We, we did have. I think you might have been at that wedding. Got someone that did a in and out had the whole in and out setup drive through and it was like a fucking big rig dude that's pretty like, great that it was intense that that's like that is a that is a fucking undertaking i bet that's not cheap um, yeah but how much could it really be you know what i, I mean know. like it's a couple grand you know to make like a hundred bergs sure i can't i mean whatever who knows i don't know i didn't fucking pay trying that. to think the best vehicle to roll what if it was like the oscar meyer wiener mobile i mean and the they best, had like a t-shirt gun but it shot hot no, dogs. the best the best vehicle to roll up would be like a monster truck like grave digger <laughs> that's like that's serving sliders or something like if that rolls up you're just like mm, all right this is about to get fucking real dude it's like a slater's 50 50 kind of like deal you know what i mean it's just like uh, absurd burgers made with like shooting half sliders yeah. out of a potato gun just like just like some girl in Hooters like fucking gear, just being like, "Hey, you go." That's fun. I like that. Speaking of fun food shit, you sent me a picture the other night. I think you were at Etta, that new restaurant that just opened. I was. I was. And at there's Etta. an option on the menu that's Poron and a Polaroid, right? Yeah. So we, you get a Poron, and then you yeah. get a Polaroid camera for the table, so you can pass around the Peron and take pictures, pictures of, of each yourself other. doing Peroning. The, the thing is, I was just like, I, I, I was like, hey, can we do this? Just no Polaroid. And one yeah, reason is, fine. I, I just don't. I, well, I'm not. I'm not a fun person. So mm, I was just. I don't like, know about that. So, but no, but I was. That's just not like, up to you to decide, Joel. But I was, I'll but tell I was you just, when you're fun. Thank you. But I was just like, I don't need the Polaroid. You know what I mean? I have a camera phone, but whatever. Mm. But I'm also, I have like a million pictures of me, you know, sure. Peroning. We have a lot of Perone content. Because most people don't. Though. Most people don't. We're seasoned Peroners. You know what though? So like, no, like when we did that, they're like, let me get the Psalm for you. Because I was asking questions about the wine sure. list. Like, what can we do? And blah, blah, blah. Do you have this instead of, you know, what they recommended? Which I was like, that's not Perone worthy. Sure. And, and, uh. And so they came up and did the Perone. I was with uh, one, of, one of my buddies, and you know, it was his first time Peroning. But then we, it like a fucking chain reaction. It was like a domino. Everyone effect. saw an order. Everyone it? was just like, "What is that? How's it going?" Was it going? Was it like, I think it's Spanish. I know. Wow. And they're like, "He looks so good." I know. And and we just fucking they're having more made, fun than us. But like they also, but like they had an option where you can do like a cocktail out of the Perone. See, now that is dangerous territory. Because I think they have that at Otonio now. Shout out to Otonio. I think you can get a gin and tonic, or a, you know, they have the the like artisanal gin and tonics because okay. that's big in Spain. I think you can get a gin and tonic in a Perón, but like but Peroning hard liquor is a dangerous but it, but line. It wasn't that. Once it was you like, cross that it line, it was like something that like was like really sugary and stuff. Really? And I, yeah, it was like there. It was like Perón this cocktail, and it was like, mm. listen, everything there was fine. You're playing with <laughs> you're playing with fire when you pour on a cocktail, my friend. Oh, wine's not good enough for you. First of all, you're playing with fire when you're pouring wine because a bottle goes like that. That's true. That's why you gotta go classic there. bass style and do the cider or the low alcohol chocolina wine. Chocolina, man. It's like you don't want a red wine in there unless you're unless you're Spanish by blood. You can't handle red wine in a Perón. I mean, no. Don't fly too close to the sun. Hubris, man. Hubris has been the undoing. You, honestly, everyone needs to know what their limits are. You if, know, you know if you're ordering red wine in a Perón, like you better be expert level. You, you better, better not be wearing you better have, white. You better be married to a Spaniard. You better have like done a lot of time in Spain. You better have trained under a fucking maestro because you're going down a dangerous road. Uh, you know, keep it white, hard liquor. I don't even, 
I don't think I've ever peroned a cocktail. I don't know if I want to. I'm just going to super cut that keep it white thing that you just said to just something horrible for you. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> when it comes to Perones, When it folks, comes to wine comes to in a Perone. So what did, what did you get? Uh, th- there? Yeah. I honestly can't remember. Okay. Yeah, that was a very... Uh, Mm. Right. That it was, went off the rail. It went off the rails before we got there. It was a. It's a big opening. You know, it's a restaurant from it's, Chicago. It, it's, it's enormous, dude. It's it. It's probably like three hundred seats. Right. And it was busy. We went on yeah. like a. It Wednesday looks like it's pretty good. I. You know. It, you know what? Everything was good. The only thing that wasn't good, which was sad, because like, it just was. Was the pizza? I was like, oh, mm. like we got a clam. And pie. it's like an Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or like Italian inspired. Right. You sure, know, everyone sure, has sure. to be like, you know, it's like inspired by our true story. Dude, it's like, is something right. true about this? Is like, this it, Italian? it could be. Right. Based you on a know. true country. Exactly. So like, we got a like, I, and that's this is all I'll say. Like, we got a clam pizza. It was like, this is a clam pizza, but it just tasted like potato chowder pizza. And that's and I was just like, "There's no." That clam. actually could be good. No, it was good. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't as. Was it advertised. really wet? No, no, no. It was like it was. It okay. wasn't wet. It like held its shape. You weren't getting like that, that clam, that clammy goodness that I you wanted, wanted. I wanted the clammy goodness, man. You know, they, but they had like some good shrimp. They had a good, a, a pretty good. Um, they had a, like a, for some reason a you chi- can't, Chinese chicken salad. You can't on the be menu. like a hot shit restaurant from another city and open in LA during the golden age of LA pizza. And only have lackluster pizza. It's just like you can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like there's so many places. Like there's around. so many so places to get like, good pizza now. You know, go there and check it out, but it it's not like a must. Okay. And I don't know anyone that works there. I don't know anyone that like is involved with that. So, um, you know, if you are, sorry, but uh, I d- I will good. say that I think we can take a little bit of credit for. Possibly mainstreaming Perone. You know, I, I want to say we've been out here to- toiling endlessly to raise Perone awareness. I'm not saying, oh, they got the idea from us. I'm just saying, dude, I'm passing out flyers out on Vermont here. and Wilshire every exactly. fucking Sunday. We've been out here raising Perone awareness for years. It has and been I just want to say that, like, maybe, you know, maybe it's good. Maybe, maybe, like, we've got the ball rolling and, like, they can take it from here. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it would, it's it's a fun thing to see. Like you know, the more people yeah. who are peroning, the better. So I'm all for the Peron and Polaroid. There's like no reason that any restaurant shouldn't have one. Exactly. Because there's even from like every call, there's some there is a wine. Someone at your restaurant is gonna want to drink wine in a fire hose manner, directly sure. cascading into their mouth. Sure. Because a wine glass can only take you so far, as we know. As we know. So I I support that, but then I thought of this. So like obviously. That's fun. You're at the table. It's party. You're passing around the prom. People are laughing. They're taking pictures. But then I was thinking, what if a restaurant like that, you know, it would have to be like an Italian place that has pasta, offered a special pasta to couples that had one super long noodle. So then you could do the lady and the tramp noodle slurp and kiss and the staff would take a picture of you while you did it. That would be Instant Instagram sensation. I just feel like people would just bite off the noodle, like because there no one would. I, oh I no, like you only get it. one try. You only get one. You chance. only get one try. There's one long. All right, it's like a normal pasta dish, but there's one long noodle in there, you, and you don't know where it is. So you're kind of eating it together, and then all of a sudden it just right. like he's eating from one end, she's eating from the other, or she and she or he and he, whatever it is, whatever the case may be, has to be a okay, couple if though. You do no that, threesomes. It has to, it has no to be, threesomes allowed. If, if you do that, it has to be like country fair pie eating rules where no hands, and you have to roll meatballs over to your partner mm, with your nose. Okay, but that's that's more advanced. That's more advanced. I don't know, man. I feel like you just start them off, like throw them into the fire. Dude. You want to go full lady in the tramp? That's a question. If peroning becomes the like really mainstream, and mm. it's because of us, if it happens, right, yeah. Do you think like chilies would have? 
have one? And if they do, do you think America would bastardize it so much that it would just be a super soaker full of like fucking like mm. Josh wine that okay. they just pump a few times? This is an interesting and question. Squirt into your fucking mouth. Yeah, this is an interesting question. I could see that happening. Obviously, through our tireless work, they're staying on our shoulders, mainstreaming Perones. Maybe it does. Middle America gets into Perones. Chili's gets into Perones. Applebee's has a fucking Peron. Chili's, what would happen was they would put one of those fucking Chili's margaritas in a Peron. And it, this is like a plastic Peron, you know. This, this shit isn't going to be glass. Oh, no, nothing's going to be glass. That, that would be way too dangerous for a Chili's. No, 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 no. Uh, so you'd get your, like, plastic Peron. It would almost be like... That green plastic you get on like Bourbon Street, you know, like when you're drinking the hand grenades on the street. And, the bongs and you bought in exactly. It would look like that. Like it would be tacky. It would be shitty. There's but the problem was there's an alien on it. Yeah, exactly. It would be, it would be like Chili's promotional, you know, logos on it. But if you did a Peron of a Chili's margarita, you would immediately shit your pants. Like no question. I don't know if you shit your pants. I think it's just instant headache, right? Wouldn't you just get a headache immediately? There's so much sugar. Uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, baby back ribs, well, endless you... appetizers, and a electric lemonade exactly. Perone. Yeah, Perone. I want that blue Curacao Perone. Sir, have you ever Perone before? No, but I heard about it on the podcast. I don't know why he's Southern, but you know, it's that was that's the accent. And that then is, he would, that and then is, he would that die. Is the demographic. Someone that would die, and then Perones would get a bad name. That's that would be Perones would start getting bad PR because like people are dropping at Applebee's coast to coast. First of all, people are dying from red meat left and right mm. through through heart conditions and stuff and mm. red wine. That's true. And, and and it's still going strong, man. That's true. It's still true. going strong. It actually just adds to the lore. Sure. I think. Sure. If someone died from peroning, I feel like it would become more popular. Mm. It's like, I don't, think if don't do this. You might die. And it's like, oh, challenge yeah. fucking accepted. Someone died here last week? We got to get into Chili's. Dude, it'll be like a fucking 45-minute wait at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> be like, we got to get in there, man. We got to see if we're going to fucking die, dude. I, I, you know, people, if you're going into like a Chili's or an Applebee's for happy hour, like you're going there to get drunk. Like, let's not, you know, let's not beat around the bush. So I was doing, you so came to get drunk on cheap liquor. I think a Perone only just speeds that process up. So it could only be positive. So I've been doing these, um, these like private online cooking classes for a, for a, for a, for a group, Ooh. like a big, this oh, big okay. fucking group, right? Private and it's, chef yeah, Joel. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's not so like, yeah, it's for this, this company. Right. Um, and they're all, you know. They're, they're good people, but so I have to go out to the valley like once a month or once every like three weeks and set up there and it's all I, on zoom. It's all on zoom okay. and all that stuff. There's this big kitchen cameras, all this other shit, that sounds but fun. there's a BJ's right next to it. Uh -oh. And so I go there to get like a, a beer right. and the loosen only, up before you get on camera. And the only, and the only thing that I'll, that I'll uh, eat is a, they have wedge salads there. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just right. Like, you, you can't. Well, actually, I was going to say, you, a wedge salad never hurt anyone, but from BJ's, you don't know. I know that it's iceberg, and I know that it's, like, hand dressing, and I know there's bacon on you it. You can get, like, salmonella from iceberg lettuce. Sure. You know? But How is it? It's, it's fine. Okay. You know what I mean? There's, okay. like, there's like nothing wrong with it. But okay. I, so it's, it's like, serviceable. So, like, the last time I went, it was around, like, I think, like, 2 o'clock. Like, that, that, that time. It's not ha quite happy hour yet. Right. But there were just, like legions of dudes at the bar <laughs> just fucking hammered off growlers of their like yeah. whatever beer yeah and, and I, I was like and they're like one of the guys just like all right jim i'm going back to the office i was like you're going back to the office see, right now i respect that that's insane it's like you go to bj's you drink seven beers you, get a you, get, you go back you you eat a bazooki that's like seventeen thousand calories and then you go back to your office i, job. I did overhear these guys that were having like you know drinks like i guess it was their break or whatever sure. and they were not 
sober. And they're like, we're going back to the office. And then the next guy goes, see you back here at 5.30. Oh, my God. Double duty at like, and I, and, But that's the thing. It wasn't probably that one day. That is probably right. a daily. That is their Moe's. The boys. It's that the is boys. their fucking Moe's tavern. And you know what? Everyone has to have a Moe's, you know? Those like, guys walking to BJ's, they know everyone. They're like, oh, hey, Chuck, 100%. good to see you. The bartender was telling them about, like, his weekend. Yeah. And, like, he's like... He's like talking about his like mom at like by first name, like not like my mom. It's right. just like oh yeah, you know, yeah, Linda. Louis, like Linda. And they're all like oh yeah, how's she doing? Yeah. The kid's good. And I'm just like you. I you know, know what? a lot about you were, each other. You were jealous. You were jealous of the bonds that they have and the be- and the the cherishment they Here's have the of BJ's. If there's one thing that I want when I'm at BJ's is to be completely <laughs> left alone and for no completely one to anonymous that, and for no one to know that I'm actually there. But now think about adding a Perone into that situation. It could be devastating. They had this like weird like. Also, those guys like, don't want to drink wine. It was like no, it was like blueberry cider. That's or what they'd be like drinking that. out of the yeah. Perone. You die Dude, immediately. It was just like in, it was insane. They had this like program there that you bring in like a five gallon drum, I assume. And we and will like, fill any container. No, it's like twenty five dollars a month. It's their like beer program or whatever, what? and you can walk in at any time and just get gallons of beer to take home. It's insane. What's the limit? Like, what are you rolling with a trash bag? Like, what are they turning no, I, away? I think they give you, it's like, it's like a branded thing. Like, oh, they, you have okay. to like bring this thing in specifically. Okay. All right. I mean, it's like, it's tapped. Better go Wait, back it's to Wait, it's beer. It's, it's whatever they have on tap. So like, they make like, I think like a cider and like beer. They okay, have, like, right. It was like, it was like, you know, basically well, it's a like brew house after all. Is it not? I mean, is it, is it not? I don't fucking know. I don't know the inner workings. of. BJ's. What would happen if you peroned a beer? Never done it. Never seen it. Um, I mean, would I, you even want to? I don't know if you'd want to. Prone I, some Bud Light, see what happens. I guess that's just shotgunning, right? They yeah. already, they already did that. They already made that. You can't shotgun a wine bottle out of the bottle. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, you're right. That's why they had to invent the. Okay, Perone. so hear me out. Just <laughs> hear me out. I don't know. Where, okay. I don't like where this is going. Aluminum wine bottles. Okay. That you can key at the bottom. Oh my god. And open up at the top Ooh, and just no. fucking shotgun 750 milliliters of. God well, damn. Well, here's wine. the thing. Now, before, obviously, canned wine was always bad, but now there's like all these natural wineries and and good small producers doing canned wine. Yeah, that's true. So like, you could you can shotgun you can shotgun wine in, in a can, but it's not a bottle. You know, I want shotgunning like is when bottle. you cut a thing in the side of a can. Right, but I you can't but, shotgun a bottle. No, no. But if the bottle was made out of aluminum, mm, okay. that's what I'm saying. All right. You could break a bottle. All right. Break so in your hand. In the it's it, like improperly sabering the top of a fucking like champagne. Right. Bottle. As long as savoring stays out of BJ's and Chili's, I think we're going to be good. Just one day it's going to happen, man. All right. So for the name of science, we're going to have to shotgun a wine and then Perone a beer. Sure. And just see where we're at. Wet, whatever. Okay. But, you know, if, if Perone goes mainstream, we're, we're taking like 70% credit. I'm taking 100% credit. Yeah. And uh, patent it somehow. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, you know, I've... But something, something to look forward to. We're, we are entering the season of excess. The holidays are upcoming. Thanksgiving's upcoming. Oh, it's, it's like, time to gorge. It's, it's time, time to gorge. To gorge it's bulking season. I mean, it's I've, bulking been, season. I've been practicing all year. It's cold <laughs> out there. It's time to like put on, put on, you know, get a little husky, grow the beard out. There you go. Yeah, it's bulking season, and uh, you know, what what better way to like wash down like half a pumpkin pie than like 
oh, I'm just going to uh, shotgun this Bud Light, or uh, I'm going to pour this Bud Light into a Perone and just see what happens. People will take it too far. It'll be like a TikTok challenge, and people will be melting butter down and putting it in a Perone and just straight fucking oh, drinking no. butter. That's what's going to happen. It P- will. Perone is going to hit TikTok. The kids are idiots. Yeah, they'll, the, they'll do Zoomers anything. Zoomers don't even know what Perones are yet. No, they have no idea. Once mm. they find out, all bets are off. Okay, so now what I'm hearing is we need to start a TikTok account for the podcast and start a trend. And it'll be like, what do you want us That's to Perone That's how you this mainstream week? Perone. What do you want us to Perone? This right. week. Will it Perone? And, and then we're just then we become the Perone guys, and then we're like someone's like grape jelly. We're right. like how? And then like you die while you're Peroning Boone's Farm, and I'm like Joel died doing what he loved, Peroning on TikTok. <laughs> Horrible, disgusting, fortified wine. Wow, that would be the worst. That would be the worst epitaph. Mm. Like for I mean I'm gonna get cremated and then spread all over Dodger Stadium, so I'm not sure if that I'll have an epitaph. But if you did, that's your plan. I mean honestly, are you I really- allowed to do that? No, you're like, not. I'm just at the outfield, like over the wall, dumping a bag. The, the announcer's oh, like, it appears a man is dumping some human remains on the warning track. We, we've explicitly told fans not to bring their cremated loved ones, but they just keep coming. I don't, I mean, I imagine that that's probably happened, right? It has to have. Well, I'd imagine for like a player or a beloved figure, you know, if they die, it's like spread my ashes on center field or whatever. And it's like, yeah. You're talking about a player or a beloved figure. They definitely like have like, you know, like Nicolas Cage style pyramids in like crazy fucking cemeteries. Well, if you di- if you die before shit. me, I'll I'll work on seeing out your most, ashes. I will most certainly die before you. Don't know. You. I don't know, man. You're healthy. You're the healthiest man I know. That's true, but you eat like raw garlic. You're eating fucking. E- you're eating fish. That's true. I am. Like, what, what the hell does that taste like? <laughs> I'll I'll try to make that happen for you. I no, I mean maybe I'll get like tackled by the guards. Like maybe I'll do it like streaking where I run out. I'm not naked in this scenario. I'm fully clothed and I'm like wearing running gear because I'm you know I'm going to juke these guards. So I'm out on the field and then they're like, "What's he doing? Is is he streaking? Is he going to take his clothes off?" And they're like, "He's pulling out a bag of ashes, ladies and gentlemen. We've never seen anything like this." So then I'm just running. The ashes, your ashes, are just streaming behind me. And you know that'll get like a good okay. dispersion. That would be uh, not not the ashes part, like ashes part. But wouldn't that be in the age of gender reveals the most kick-ass gender reveal? You have your friend run out to the field with a fu- thing of either blue or pink, and just like does it all over the fucking TV. <laughs> man gets his ass tackled. It's a thousand dollar fine. Mm. You know, it's better I'd, than it's better than setting a whole bunch of like wildlands. I'd on rather fire. do it with human remains, but that's just me. That's just a personal that's, preference. That's just, hey, you know what? Okay. To, to each their own. I, you know, I'm, I'm making you a promise you on know, air. I pre- that I appreciate if, that. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully this is a long time away. We don't know what the future I brings. Know, it's like a meet Tomorrow's not situation. promised. I don't want to get hit by two cars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll try to make it happen for you. Thanks, I appreciate it, man. Um, and I'll be ready to, like, I'll, I'll do some training. I'll juke the guards out. You know, those guards are slow. I can fucking, I can get around. Oh, them. yeah, no, they're, they're slow. But the, 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 prop, the thing is, like, it's... Like it or not, man, they're, they're going to get you, dude. Yeah, they're just too me. many. It's a numbers game. Yeah, I'll be ready. It's I'll be a numbers ready. game. You'll, so you got to be really ready, man. Uh, I think it's probably a time to bring our guests in. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. All right, let's get her in here. Our guest today is Lisa Traeger, hilarious comedian, food enthusiast. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank Woo! you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. It's, happy to have you. It's good to have you on. Welcome. Uh, full discretion, we all just did a shot because I had leftover booze from the wedding. And you know what? It was actually a booster shot. Yeah, exactly. It was, we it all was got smooth. That it, Moderna. I was just saying, I don't drink Patron a lot, but like, yo, Patron's still good, guys. It still hits. Yeah, Patron got put on the shelf for Casamigos, but that was smooth as hell. You know what? You know, I th- you know why that was? I think Clooney charmed everyone with Casamigos because you see that side of the truck. He's on a motorcycle. 
motorcycle. His hair is blowing in the wind. The agave still, feels still looking good, man. I, God damn, you're like I want to be that guy. He could probably rock the bat suit still, man. And, he and probably you know what? Still fits. They sold it like it was him and another guy. And it was they ra- well, you know who the other guy is? No, it's Randy Gerber, Cindy Crawford's husband. This is why we the bring Lisa Gerber on for the <laughs> inside <laughs> info. All right, he's so, like a hotel business okay. type guy. All right. and so they went. Cindy Crawford's her. husband. Correct. This motherfucker. Of this course, of course, George Clooney is like best friends with Cindy Crawford's husband. Yeah. He's like, who's the other smoothest motherfucker in the world? Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Cindy Crawford's yes, husband. Cindy Crawford's husband. Definitely. Well, shout out to them. You know they made a lot of money. and uh, But they can still use like the likeness of Clooney, like, where they're like, we'll pay for it, but we're still using the motorcycle picture, George. I'm sure they're on a board. It's like Bethany Frankel with Skinny Girl. Right. But it's, not the same because It has Skinny to be. Back. I don't know what that is, but I haven't I, had it yet. I trust you. Bethany Frankel's a New York housewife. Oh, she has the wine. Yeah, the one or the cocktail. The, the yeah. yeah. But now she has deli meats, jeans. Like she has shit, deli meats? Anything. Bethany wow. Frankel's, Frankel's, Frankel's deli meats. Wow. I respect I respect moving into the deli meat field as a celebrity. <laughs> You're like, you don't I've, see already, that a lot. I've already tackled TV uh-huh. and fucking and, and booze. Yeah. Uh, Deli meats is the yeah, natural like progression. meats is the third thing. It's like, why let Boar's Head rake in all this money? If you're famous and people will buy shit, it's like, get in there. Yeah, like JoJo Siwa. Uh, is you, she doing deli meats now, too? I don't, I don't know who these people This is why we brought you on. Oh, you're our pop culture. Are you a pop culture, like, pop aficionado? Culture, I didn't think so, because I do feel out of touch a little, but I think I'm a professional. Okay, who's the, JoJo Siwa? She, the blonde um, girl with the big scrunchy side. She was on Dance Moms, and she's, like, this big singer, and kids love okay. her. And she's, she's doing Dance. deli meats? No, but she just has so much merch, and she has yeah. roots. And her, like, she's like Krusty the Clown. You've yes. Just, yes. Yes. You just licensed everything. Yes. Keep commercializing. <laughs> Pregnancy test. JoJo Siwa. Is my lip supposed to bleed like this, Johnny Unitas? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, but, but that's, we're in such an interesting world of like every celebrity is starting a booze company. Or like, perfume. Ooh. Or weed now. Chelsea Handler's ooh. coming out with weed where you're not going to be hungry. Ooh. What? I How does that, that work? What's I don't the know. point How does that then? work? Because if you don't get the munchies after smoking, why? Yeah. I want it. I yeah, want that. exactly. Yeah. Well, you want that? I want that. <sighs> is I it, get is it chemically possible? We'll see. If someone can do it, it's hard. Let's find out. I mean, I respect that. I mean, that's, you know, it's like, who, who just came out with weed? Fucking Allen Iverson? Oh, I don't know. Allen Iverson has a weed probably brand? Probably like years ago. No, did. no. It was like recent. And like, it's called The Truth. Yeah, the answer. I'm all for celebrities doing it, but I like it when, you know who Walton Goggins is? No. Okay, Walton Goggins is an actor. You'd probably recognize him. He was on Justified. He's been in a bunch of movies. 90,000 roles he's ever Yeah, he's he's like one of those guys. He's not like a household name, but you would probably recognize him. He's He's, a household name. He started a brand, a local LA brand, with another guy called Mulholland Distilling. And I like that, though, because like, you can tell he really loves like drinking and he's like really into like distilling and like like I feel like for some people it's like a cash grab, but for if you have like the passion for it, like if that woman's really passionate about deli meats, it's like <laughs> more power to your sister. If you're no. fucking passionate about Capicola, Skinny it's like girl, get that. Capicola. She's passionate about Skinny girl money. Capicola. Much like money. most people are. I don't know if she has a passion for the meats. I wanna be I feel like, you know, you you're a professional comedian, you tour and and in, as you know, a lot of comedians sell merch on the road and make a lot of money for like a touring comic merch is actually like a huge revenue stream so it's like who's gonna be the first like traveling comic to like have like culinary or like merch that you can like eat like who's who's selling like dry aged meat locker yeah exactly like Like, who's pushing the envelope in that space that could be you i could do i would do candy i would do gummies i would do some sort of candy situation i I noticed so you host a 
podcast about Law and Order SVU. Amazing show. We're fans of SVU. Yeah. Uh, called That's Messed Up with another comedian, Kara Clank, who's very funny. Well, and recently we were at a party with Johnny Pepperton, who okay. just played a rapist this season. Top 10 guest, Johnny Perfect Pemberton. Roll for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't po- be more on brand. You posted a clip and he's like getting wrestled to the ground. I'm like, Pemberton's killing in this. <laughs> he also was underplaying. He's like, ah, oh, whatever, a couple of- I'm watching this. I'm like, you're getting beat up. Right. You're in an ice cream truck. Like, he, <laughs> he is not only raping women, he is making their children watch. Oh, wow. And if the child cries, he kills them you know what i'll say it that's messed up that's that's messed fucking messed up, up. wow wow I wow that. he has oh and he gets beat up and he has prosthetics and like his eye is fully closed he's shut. a fucking actor the man can act but fully underplaying it i'm like oh, impressed with people i just talked to someone last week today their deadline came out there in a show i'm like how didn't you let it slip right right you played it close to the vest i'm like so impressed by secretive people. well here's what i'm impressed by which is why i brought it up you had someone make Law & Order SVU cookies yeah. and send to you. Because our whole thing with the podcast is we're, we're doing this explicitly to get as much free food and booze as we can out of it. As We've much. been pretty successful I overall. Very successful. But like, I just want to like once again remind our listeners, if you want to send us food stuffs, like, please, by all means, reach out. And I would really like one of those like old school Harry and David baskets that my parents what got. What is that? Just, like the, you don't remember those? Old school with, I want like, mustard. Pears. I want nice pears, pears and mustard yeah. and then like... For some reason, there's like a stick of like, you know, like a Slim Jim, but like a nice one. Listeners, you've heard, I get Joel that. a gift basket this holiday season. He deserves it. God. He dude. fucking deserves it. It was rampant in the Jewish community when I was growing up. I want just like one honey baked ham. That's like it? just it's one. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Make that happen. That's all I need. We did get our food that we got was Magic Spoon. What's that? It's like a low carb, high protein mm. cereal. Is it good? Oh, I've seen that I'm, on Instagram. I was happy to have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, does it taste like regular cereal, or can you tell that you're not getting it's the sweet, little, sweet carbs that you want? It's a little different, but the fruity one was really good. I enjoyed okay. it a lot, but it's still high cal. It's like, sure, it depends yeah. what you want in your life. But if you want 12 grams of protein in your <laughs> right. cereal, sure. you got it. I power lift for three hours right out of bed. <laughs> then I have a fucking punch bowl full of magic spoon. It's like reading a dog, like a dog food bag. Oh, 12 grams of protein, chicken and rice. <laughs> right. Oh, wow, this is perfect for me. No, you- it, those things are all silly. And then once I got them, then you get advertised and it's like, I would right. rather just. The algorithm thinks that you want magic cereal want? now. That's disgusting. What's the, Uncru- I love Uncrustables. Oh, yeah. And mm, they have like okay. high protein Uncrustables, but it's still high. I'm like, I just want right. a regular like, one. I, I just, I don't, I'm I, trying to eat out of the garbage. Don't try to like put protein <laughs> into it. Are you, you're highbrow with your, you don't do an Uncrustable well, or a Lunchable at I, the airport? Um, uh, I probably I'm won't eat an Uncrustable at an airport. No, I don't I, think I would. To, a restaurant I used to work airport, at. Airport, I'm focusing on drinking. A, a restaurant I used to work at when I was a very, very, very young cook. This was probably like 15 years ago. The dessert was a deep fried Uncrustable with powdered sugar All on right, top. See, now that sounds very good. But, but I, I just like, I've seen so many of them and I know what they are. And I'm just like, and then it reminds me of that place, PB&J LA, like the fancy Uncrustable right, so place. So you might not know this, Lisa, but there's a place that we've made fun of several times in the program. It's, in, it's in, a, in Grand Central Market. Downtown LA, it's a high-end peanut butter and jelly restaurant, but they serve it to you so they like press Press it it down with like a weird like sandwich guillotine and it like cuts the crust off and then like presses the edges together, like crimps them. So it basically makes an uncrustable. So you might like it, but it's I'm, also like a seventeen dollar peanut butter and jelly. What are they sandwich. adding? Is there a Nutella? It's all, like, what no, is it's, like, it's not regular peanut butter and jelly. Like it's like whatever. this is a Harissa 
like reduction, like, and you're like, what is this? But and like everything's like neon, which is perfect for fucking the peanut yeah, butter and jelly game. I think they go hand in hand. This could like be your new favorite place. Peanut butter and jelly. It could be your new favorite place because they do just have a regular peanut butter and jelly. They have all the fancy shit, but then they just have like a standard. Yeah, ass. it's like eleven dollars. Yeah, though. exactly. That's like, the thing. You're probably better off with the uncrustables. Yeah, I also there are certain things you want cheap, like right, and that to me is like I want white. Cheap. I want it to be as uh, lowbrow as possible. I heard there's like an uncrustable shortage right now. People are having a hard time. There's an everything shortage. The global supply un- lines are totally fucked. I bet our friend with the uh, the meat company, what's her face? <laughs> Bethany. Oh, oh, Bethany. She's probably like, where's my gabagool? The fucking supply lines in Italy are all tied her? up. She's like on the horn with like a meat purveyor. No, I want They're like, I don't know what to tell you, Mrs. Frankel. The warehouse, we got no trucks coming in. We got 2,800 pounds of Gabagool just sitting here. I need Gabagool's back in. Gabagool's way... Well, people have everyone's been re-watching it. Sopranos. Yeah, there's a girl I buy funny earrings from, and she makes Gabagool earrings now. The Zoomers have discovered how good Sopranos are. So everyone is watching Sopranos and talking about it on the internet, especially younger people yeah. uh, who might not have watched it the first time around like I did. Um, and, you know, Gabagool is in the air. But what is it? Uh, capicola. It's, 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 okay. it's when you're from New Jersey and you fucking talk like this. You don't say capicola. You say gabagool, which is hilarious oh, because I it's like literally that. just, it sounds like capicola, but it's gabagool, which is so I, lazy. I love it. Just those lazy But why Italians. would you say capicola when you can say gabagool? But I wouldn't be able to, like, I wouldn't go and say gabagool. Mm. They would probably be a They'd be like, what? Yeah, Get maybe out. not. <laughs> I, I guess if you go into like an Italian spot and you say gabagool and you're not Italian, to, it could be like to, a slur. Go to East Side and ask for some. You and <laughs> let's let's see what happens. Let do me, you know about East Side? What are you uh, doing here? Do you know about uh, East Side Market Italian Deli? No, I actually don't know anything. Okay, well I'm here to tell you about it. <laughs> Perfect. This is the learning. It's podcast. exactly what you want. It's like there's a place uh, that's much more famous called Bay Cities in Santa Monica, which is an Italian deli and market. And just like East Side, like which which I love, and it was the thing that made me fall in love with it when I went there because I grew up in Philly going to surly sandwich shops. The dudes are mostly Italian and they're very surly. Like if you don't have your order ready, they're fucking mad at you. And like that was like the whole thing growing up in Philly. You had to like get your cheesesteak order like ready to go because like if you like fuck it up, then like they're like, you're holding up the fucking like this guy and then he's like making fun of you. Then you get roasted in front of the whole line. I like that. There should be an element that's, of danger buying a sandwich. shame for a day. I mean, you know, customers have too much leeway, you know, like in a, in a service opportunity. It's like, oh, customer's always right. No, I like a surly Italian man with a pencil behind his ear to tell me, keep it fucking moving, pal. I want to, like, earn the respect Yes, yes. You want these surly Italian men to respect you. Yeah, I'll put in the work. I enjoy being a regular somewhere. Yes, and even I'm though I'm paying that. for that attention, I, it means a lot to me. Yes, I am, I'm a huge advocate of having at least a couple places, maybe one drinking establishment and one like neighborhood restaurant where you're a regular. Because then you like, it's just a fun experience to be a regular. It's yeah. the cheers experience. You come in, hey, Carl, hey, what, what, you know, and then it's like you're no, talking with your friend, the bartender. I, that's what I like doing with the shop. And when I get to see someone that I've known and I try to like remember everyone's name and I just go the usual because that brings me so much joy. And then they're like, yeah, and that's it. That's the but end But it brings of you it. joy or it, you like seeing the joy? No, it brings, brings me them. joy. It makes Damn. me, because then I re- remembered something, which know. is huge for me. I don't know if I've ever like actually walked into a place and confidently said the usual. I'm trying to think. No, I'll I have the sure. usual. See, I go the usual like Victor, because there's a guy named Victor. But that's fun. That's fun. Everything. And then they're like, oh, I like Joel remembers because they're me. like, oh, like, this, is, this is great. And then I just take their money and then I give them their sandwich. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. 
I like when, you know, I always go drink wine at Bar Bandini, and if I pop in just by myself, the bartender will be like, oh, here's like something. You that, can't say the usual at Bar Bandini. You can't say the though. usual, That's but ridiculous. it's like, here's something you might like because yeah, they yeah. know what I like. And then I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. That's nice. Yeah, that's fun. If someone's just exper- I have a huge brag. Yes, drop um, it. I don't know if you know Emmy Blotnick, fun she, comic. I know her by name. And so she's great, and her fiance is an incredible chef. Ooh. He had he did have to close down one restaurant, which I love during pandemic. Okay, but they're opening up a new bar. Is this in L.A. or New York? In New York. Okay, and there will be a drink named after me. Oh Ooh, my god! That is always the yeah. goal to have something named after <laughs> well, you. Sandwich, drink. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's been a long yeah. running uh, dream of mine to have a sandwich named after me. And Joel has two sandwich shops, two in L.A. and two in New York. But the problem is, Joel said he would name a sandwich after me, but I didn't earn it. You're just doing it because it's my friend. I want a sandwich shop I have no Did affiliation I with. Did I do it? No, you said you would, but I, I wouldn't feel like because I earned it. Because you still it. haven't earned it. No, you need to earn it, man. It's been, how long have I known How you? does he earn it, though? Yeah, how do I earn it? I don't know. Give me some idea. Let's, let's like have a fucking I want a sandwich shop. Forth. I'm not friends with the guy to do it. But but getting back to the drink, please tell us what the Lisa Trigg is going to be. He said it's going to be some sort of espresso martini twist because he's going to put on the menu just because of Are me. you an espresso martini head? Yeah, and I love that it's trendy now. I want to say that I've Making been into hard it comeback. for a few years. Like, it's been a you, you were, little longer. You were like a trailblazer for the comeback of the espresso yeah, martini. Yeah, me and my friend Julia, we love it. I love it dark, obviously, mm-hmm. not a milky one. Sure. I, was disapp- I recently had like a milky one and I was upset. But he's going to do something different to it. But it's going to be a play on that. I love how it's kind of become the new Aperol Spritz. Yes. But I, but see, here's the thing. Aperol Spritz isn't that good. What? I like an espresso. Oh, I like it. How you have to dare be in the mood. You? See, I don't have you a have regular to be by, You have to be poolside, baby. Here's my problem. For brunch. I would rather brunch have... Brunch also works, yeah. I'd rather have a Campari and soda because Aperol is too sweet. Campari is just bitter enough that you don't feel like you're drinking too much sweetness. See, I just don't like Campari. That's the thing. Yeah. The only thing, I, the only thing yeah. I want Campari in is a jungle bird. That's the only fucking... Or a French martini, Paper right? plane. They're Paper the, plane. Yeah. I don't know what that one is. Aper- Aperol spritz became like a certain thing, and I liked it because it's like it's kind of like Americans adopting that European style of like, we're drinking on a patio during the day. Hey, we're like very Italian, and I support all that. We support day wine. We support day drinking. Yeah. We support drinking at lunch. But also, it's <laughs> drinking like drinking whatever. Just you wake know, up and drink. Who the Aperol Spritz, beca- you know, it got played out. It's like I'm glad there's espresso martinis here to like shake things up a little bit. Yeah, and I know bartenders are upset. It is a no. Here's the thing. Drink. There was there was an article that came out, and it was in some food yeah. magazine or on the on the internet. It, total clickbaity headline that was like, espresso martinis are back in a big way, and bartenders are pissed. But then I saw so many like food and and drink people like professionals be like that's not true at that's all that's not true i at like all. it's not hard to make i don't know why you'd be pissed like, as a bartender no that's it's a ridiculous thing to be like everyone's mad yeah. now also you want to serve the make... customer it's like you know no unless um, you're a surly italian guy to sandwich shop you like, got to get the customer gin fizzes are back in a big way yeah. now bartenders are pissed i'd that be like be yeah bartenders are fucking pissed no after pandemic like once things opened up and i got to have an espresso martini out with my girls sitting outside like that, that felt good. really that important good. Yeah, I liked it. I'll always remember. I'm trying to think if I've even. I don't even. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't order espresso margin. I feel like after dinner. Oh, to start. Or I would do after After, you do it. You do it after too. I like getting an espresso after dinner. I do like an espresso. Need a little soda water though. Espresso martinis like if you if it's made with like good coffee and like good alcohol, it's like yeah, this is delicious. I want a bad coffee. Yeah, why would I espresso martinis? 
Not I, to brag again, but my I have a friend who lives in London and she works. No, this is a flex in zone. Events. Please, you're yeah. here to flex. You're, you're in she the works Alex. Zone. She works in events and PR and mostly for alcohol brands. And she won a giant award. Um, and she is the campaign that made Aperol Spritz huge a few oh, years ago. Wow. Like it was her. Uh, well, that's cool. It's cool it that it came from. Movement. It was from Alex Crawley. What's up, girl? She's hey. she does PR. Yeah, so she does. Uh, what's the, is she not? Is is the espresso companies. martini her new client? She's like, I, I did kale, I did cauliflower, I did the aperol spritz. Now I'm making martinis great she again. She did some sort of gin. She did a cool combo. Uh, she does big things. It's like nine thousand botanicals in that. Gin, right, and it's insane. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's you know. So I was proud of her. Yeah. No, that's that was like a worldwide like. Campaign. But I, but the thing is, a good Cosmo is amazing. That's true. And, and it's very true. Yeah. Good Cosmo is amazing. I, I don't like guys who are like, oh, Sex and City, Cosmo. It's like, no, Cosmo is just like, no, fuck it. It's, it's just like one. lime it's juice and vodka and like cranberry, right? It's, it's like, delicious. It's, yeah, it's like, it's not fuck even. out of here with that. That's the thing. I don't have a regular drink. I'm always in the mood for something different. I do. Mm. Gin Ricky. That's, Gin Ricky? That's, that's the go-to move. For our listeners little, that don't know, little, a little Ricky is one of the most classic drinks of all because it's literally just citrus, usually lime, alcohol, gin in this case. Yeah. And soda uh, and soda water and, and sometimes little, sugar, a little sugar, little depends. simple syrup. Depends who you. Talk but it doesn't need it. No, of and that's not. like that's why the daiquiri is so good because it's just rum, sugar, and and lime, lime juice. Yeah. It's like keep it's it perfect. simple. It's perfect. Ugh, well, I recently, I think you guys will be as appalled as I was. I was recently at a birthday party at a bar, and they had all these cocktails, but they were not explicit that they weren't. They were a beer and wine only restaurant. Mm. So I was like, can I get a tequila rocks? They're like, oh, we only have cocktails on tap, but they didn't say it wasn't real booze. So they're right. non-alcoholic No, they're low they're ABV. Mocktails. They're like with like, wine. Oh, right, right. But they're you have like to vermouth. tell yeah, me. It's, it's a fortified wine cocktail. Yes, vermouth essentially. and stuff, yeah. So it was like, Anything instead under of 22%. Moscow Mule, it was like, macro, like it was sillier oh, names. No. But they weren't they, they, There should be a warning. There should be a warning. Yeah, that's that. Name that bar. Name that bar. It's at the Vegan Sports Bar. Oh, of course. In Highland Park. Boo! Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wasn't. That's from me to you. Come find me. I wasn't I'm downtown. There anyway, I actually do yeah, like. Uh, you know, if I know I'm ordering it, I like a low ABV like vermouth and soda or something because. Especially if you're drinking during the day. No, these are pina coladas. Why do I need 500 calories without alcohol in oh, it? Oh, that seems yeah. insane. Like, Ridiculous. No one wants that. When I get a pina colada, I want to feel it two times. Yeah. Okay, well, how about this? You bring out a line of espresso martinis that are like canned. And that's your merch on the oh, road. I would love that. No, because uh, then you'd have to check the back. I'm not I'm not running around mm, with liquids. Right. Okay. <laughs> if You're I gonna have to hire an assistant to, to carry your espresso martini cash. One day. Or like sh I don't want I don't want this merch. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'd rather do uh weed like lighters. Ah, okay. Lighters. Like Zippo good. lighters? S no. Just, no, just like big lighters. <laughs> that's say like, Or what's like the like, like step down from big? They look like big lighters, but they're not big lighters. They're like square, not round. I'm trying to think what the best. Com I mean, koozies are popular. Koozies are koozies popular, are timeless. and they're easy to yeah. travel with. That's the thing with like shirts and posters. It's like tough work. Yeah. I talked to one comic. They make posters. They print them out at whatever town FedEx. Mm -hmm. So then you don't have to travel with anything. That's you smart. pick them up. You sign them, yeah. and then you can do separate ones for each town you're in if you wanted. Or you just get sponsored by Magic Spoon cereal, and then you're yeah. like, I don't have to sell merch. I got that fucking high protein cereal money flowing in. No, I love getting. So I was at a July Fourth party, and someone was using the lip gloss that we are sponsored by, like this Thrive brand. Wait, you guys are sponsored by lip gloss? We have all these. Yeah, they like. Send, I, but I, went, I love it. I went. Oh, you have a podcast, and she goes, Oh no, I just found this on the floor, and it was mine. But they had all used it. <laughs> 
Isn't that weird? Oh, they no. found a lip gloss on the floor. And they're like, and pass it around. So this is for everyone? This is a communal <laughs> lip gloss. It's communal. It was on the ground. It's for everybody. <laughs> it was really wild. But um, I think cherry limeades, cherry lime flavors are going to be huge. I think that's the next that's thing. That's the next thing, I've cherry lime. I've been seeing like, cherry limeade stuff. You mean like in town. booze or like? Yeah, I think the next, like at the Drake, I had a cherry limeade margarita. Mm. Last night, I had a Let's cherry limeade. Get Shirley, man. Fuck it. You have your finger on the pulse of booze trends, and I appreciate I that. I hope so. I think, but I think cherry lime is next. Because I love, gra- and grenadine is good. Yeah. It is good. I mean, but, who didn't remember going Shirley to a bar bar mitzvah and getting a yeah. Shirley Temple and just being like, I'm sophisticated. I'm basically Don fucking Draper now. Yeah, hell Even yeah. Even though that didn't come but if you're hungover and you're not ready to drink, a Shirley Temple just feels perfect. It, it is. I haven't had a Shirley Temple in so long. That was like the go-to drink of my childhood. And you did feel cool when you were like yeah. swirling it. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're like, hmm, yeah, like, hello. Mm, yes, I have some very important yes, kid yeah. things to do later. Sometimes like the bartender would put in like three cherries. You'd be like, we're, we're eating good tonight, boys. You know the three king, right? maraschinos, baby. What's that? You know, there's like a little kid, the Shirley Temple King. What? There's an Instagram Shirley Temple King, and he's a cute little kid. He's a little precocious, but he goes and rates. Uh, chur- uh, he goes what? and rates. He goes. I did over. not know the about the combination that. of Sprite and grenadine. Yeah, and he'll be like, when there's real cherries, he oh, he notices. Shit. Is he adorable? Oh, I give yeah. it four cherries. Yeah, out okay. of five cherries. <laughs> How did I not know about? And he this gets kid? excited. Yeah, he got huge. I, Chloe Feynman did like a collab with him, like this the Shirley of Temple King. Of course she did. <laughs> I could good. see alcoholic Shirley Temples becoming. Yeah, a I had it's called the dirty. Shirley, bro. You just put vodka in it. It exists. You just put vodka in it. Yeah, Yeah. dirty Shirley. I've been getting those. Why would you not get that? What, I don't have know. You I've never seen a... Gangster Squad. That's like all they drink there. Man. Gangster Squad. Squad. You don't remember that movie with like Ryan Gosling? Oh, that movie and... sucked. Yeah. But... Oh, I thought. Oh, that's Suicide. Okay. <laughs> this, they drink su- dirty Shirley Temples in the movie. Yeah, dude. Like they order them at like the clubs and the bars. Like it takes place in the fifties, man. Everyone's in like a zoot suit or like whatever the fuck it is. You know. Uh, well, I, it I, is. I wanted to ask you this, Lisa. Um, you you were born in Russia. Yeah. But you came up in comedy in Chicago. Yeah. And you've moved to L.A. somewhat recently. Yes. What do you think the best thing that you've eaten since you've moved to L.A. is? Um, Be- because obviously Chicago, an all-time great food town. You know? I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is Joy in Highland Park. I am a, mm. like, I, it is hard for me to leave my neighborhood You can't sometimes. fuck with Joy. But the you're thousand in, in layer pancake. So good. So it's so good. And those Dan Dan noodles. Oh, so Like, good. I just really... And beef roll. Quick. The beef roll. I haven't oh. gotten the beef roll. Oh, my God. I get it with the pork. I get it with the pork. Herbs. Herbs. Okay, I'll get the beef Need the herbs. I like those little pork. Okay, I'll get the beef, but... So good. I wish I lived right next to Joy. Yeah. No, it's a pine and crane, dude. I, I know. You go there anytime. Sure. No, I ordered and, from Joy, actually. Joy became a go-to, uh, like, delivery order over the quarantine. Yeah, and I love the little window, and I really like it. And then this... I don't know. It's a $22 tostada, but I did like this, the tostada at all time. Yeah. All, yeah. All I time is expensive, that. but when it hits, it hits. Sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but like I've had some really good meals there for sure. And yeah. it's like a fun neighborhood. You know, it's like, if you like live over there, like you'd, yeah, end up, cool spot. you'd yeah. end up going there just to like have some wine or a snack or whatever. Definitely had some misses, but. And I, lo- I this is Mel, it's Mel's diner, but, and I was high as fuck, but that grilled cheese was one of the best grilled cheeses I've there ever had. Go. I mean, Mel's is a Southern California it's institution. Is it? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. I went, this was in La Jolla, but I had this octopus taco in La Jolla. Mm. 
That sounds great. I mean, and it was fuck yeah. so fucking We're good. We're big fans of octopus. But those are uh, the oysters that found oyster were the freshest I've the ever had. In my life. Found the little, the little, found like, number one in my yeah. book right now. That I mean, found you, is like the perfect neighborhood spot. Yeah. Do you have like like this deep nostalgia for like Russian stuff, or were you like too young? No, I do, and my mom's an amazing cook, and okay, um, that's cool. She won't teach us anything, and now I don't have the patience to. So then I pitched <laughs> to do a cookbook with her, right? And it would be like oh, a that's great. Thing. And the people were so into it, but this bitch is so difficult to work with. <laughs> Your mom is yes. this bitch. Is she like old school? She's so old. So she doesn't measure anything. So I was right, like, that's of course. Fine. I love it. Of course. We'll figure it out. I'm like, we just, because there'll be recipe testers. So then we came up with the 15 dishes that we would need to pitch with. Okay. So then I was staying in the winter in the, in the suburbs. I was staying with her. So I was like, when you're making these things, I'll come over. I'll write stuff and you'll tell me stories. And I'd come over and then the food would be done. And oh I'd be like, God. why would you make this? It's on the list of the food. <laughs> She's right. like, I'm not. Telling you my secrets. No, my dad was like, "What? You want to sit and watch her do it?" I go, "Yeah, that's yes, the point. That's, that's the whole point." point. And she, my, my parents are older. She's seventy six. My sister knows how to make some of this stuff, but I'm like, "You're selfish. Like, once you're done, we have nothing." Yeah. What will the family's legacy be? I just want to eat her food. I mean, she makes vidyaniki from scratch, What's like that? the dough, like pierogies, but okay, Russian style. Okay. But she Sounds makes great. everything from scratch. She makes so many soups, little pancakes, the breakfast, oh, and every uh, her desserts are like. She makes Napoleon from scratch. She does it Damn, all. Like that's she's awesome. um, old school. And then my dad makes like um, they all, they make jams. So they have uh, okay. they do gardens. Because you got to like preserve they the fruit the through jams. the winter. The yeah. harsh winter's coming, and you need those fruits, the yeah. vitamins to see you through. Yeah, they make farmers cheese. My dad made kombucha for a while. Oh like God. they real my. It's my, old world shit. It's old making world. your own cheese yeah. and, and you shit. make shit for like you know the stuffed peppers that last oh four or five God. days. But I even. And when I come home, they always have veal bologna for me, which is like what? unethical, but I do. Really I didn't even love know that. that was a thing. Is that like a Russian? That's a Russian thing? Yeah, there's always veal bologna waiting for me, and I put it in hollow rolls, oh. and like, I fucking love it. We, yeah, we love food, and it's all about food and like ch- plov, which is like just chicken and rice stuff. But my mom's an amazing. So cook. is the cookbook dead because your mom is just it's, it's did, not no, happening? Then I thought maybe with Zoom it'd be easier. So, right. But I have like my stuff written out. What I would, what would be the intro and the through line? Like I right. have my shit, and then she just refuses to measure or write anything. Like right. she's just difficult. It's the wild fucking west. <laughs> you need out there, someone man. to like. You need to like bring a professional photographer and just like photographer doing all the steps dude yeah. just set up a, a, a hidden cam in that house and just record and <laughs> record and GoPros. record you're right i yeah, have just, to just get this sneak down. it in there if she's not gonna teach you you find a way to get that they info. also were like russian food's not real like no one's ever in the mood for russian no one what? goes out for russian i mean it i mean that is true because whenever you are i wish like i could i don't people, know where to go no one's just like oh yeah let's go get russian food tonight like it's i like, want russian and food where do you go you i want russian somewhere. food to be like that. there's a place in west hollywood yeah it's like right off uh yeah that's the Heights Russian neighborhood. And, yeah, in Santa Monica. Used to get good, uh, good that good caviar out there. Um, delicious. I mean, like everything's like called like Odessa. I, I want Russian food Odessa's to get to where I'm from. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. my daughter's name. High five. Wow. Yeah. It's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> a beautiful name. But yeah, I, I think it would be cool. Like we always talk about this place in Portland, Kachka, which is like it's this like okay. hip Russian place. I was like, like Russian food should have that status in our culture where it's like, let's go get Russian tonight. There are tons of dips and Mediterranean dips are so exciting. Right. Exactly. But like, it'll get, it's very it'll similar. Get there. It'll, yeah. it'll happen. 
It's well, just gross. There is like my parents like salads for them are just radishes with sour cream. Like, but I like is, that. Uh, I mean, it's like it's a like Jewish food, creamy. you know, too. It's just like, yeah. like mm, maybe I don't want that. Everyone's eating radishes with salted butter at these French bistros. It's just one step to radishes and sour cream. That's yeah. not a big leap. I didn't know people were eating radishes. That's a very French, people like radishes, radishes and butter. You, you're like, you know, and they're raw. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a 100%. big like bistro thing. You go get that at like Oriel or one of these. And Russian bistros. like banquet hall parties yes. are, are the best. That's very big in West Hollywood. You'll see these like bank because you're like it's not a restaurant. Like I, I want to. No, just, it's a banquet hall. Right, it's a banquet it's hall. So you rent a table. That's big with the Armenian culture as well. It's the best, and we would do brunch because it was cheaper. But from like noon to four, we would just get lit like it was that Saturday night, so and then we would exit. My dad would be hammered when I get home. But um, and there's a full band, and so there's like a that's band a great way to party. Disco lights and constant it's like food. Russian Madonna in. Yeah, oh, Love you guys it. are food people. So my um cousin is. Very, like she had, uh, you know, the restaurant Danielle in no, New York. No, it's yeah. like top. It's so oh she, Daniel Belude. Yeah. So they that's who catered nice. my cousin's <laughs> yeah. wedding. Oh, what? Like she, nice. You mean dress? one of the most famous yes. chefs in the world? She Her wedding was like 300 grand. She had a $30,000 dress. She's just like a finance oh. that's, bitch, uh, right? That's uh, too much money, by the way. Wait, For anyone out there, just high. save your money. Seems high. But Although that, Daniel Belude's doing your wedding. You know. but at not, but if you can, also, I guess. Yeah. If you're yeah. Bethany Frankel. Yeah, yeah exactly. But she had like, she's fun. She had mac and cheese and cheeseburgers on it. She introduced me to Milk Bar like before okay. it blew up She's everywhere. in the know. Like, yeah. She's been to Alinea Bunch, but she... um. What the fuck was I even talking about? Oh, the Russians that came to the, her wedding were pissed because there wasn't constant food. Right. They're like, where is the and fucking caviar? And they were caviar? bothering people for more food. <laughs> and so it was well, like I respect a that. big constant controversy food. at the wedding because the old school Russians were like, right. one pl- what the fuck right. is one this? One plate. This isn't a party. I came here to fucking get down. And so there was just one table of like pissed off That's cousins. That's so funny. Cause it was, but we were like, just track suits and like, surly stairs. I'm so happy. And they're like, I can't believe there's no more fucking food right now. But that's, a, I'm not even hungry. That's a I great way to party though. To just have shit coming out constantly. Yeah. Cause then it's like, there's always something fun to eat. And the booze is on the table. There's no bars at Russian weddings. Like there's bottles of alcohol on your table. Russians don't have a fucking party. Yeah. yeah. But they do. But then they would drive home drunk. Yeah. They go. Oh, it, sure. It, it, it hits a, a point where it's like, mm. Maybe take all the bottles like of booze off the sweaty. table. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> if you're gonna be I heard sweating vodka. is a really big problem in the Russian community. <laughs> yeah. I got there, just very sweaty people. If hyperhydrosis is what they call it. Wait, are you down... being serious? No. Oh, no. I was like, right. Well, no, once you brought in hydrosis or whatever. I was like, oh. no, I'm I'm shouting out technical jargon. You're sweaty right. because you're in a tracksuit and you pounded half a bottle of and vodka. You're wearing, and you're, you're just wearing Adidas from head to toe. Yeah. And you're dancing it's like a madman in there. Yeah. That's why you're sweating. a party like the Estonians. But man. my 21st birthday was at like one of the Russian banquet halls. Where you grew up. Yeah. And it was fun. In you Odessa know, or in Chicago? No, in Skokie, in the suburbs. Okay. And I had like a fondant zebra print giant cake oh with a pink God. hot bow. Oh, as like, one does. As a Russian gal <laughs> yeah. does at 21 years yeah. old. Yeah. And like hot pink heels. and. Um, I need to go to like a Russian party. It's no, but we could do like I went with a group of friends once and it's like you can just get a table for five, six. You don't have to have a giant party. And oh, you mean in a banquet hall? Yeah. You all just like people go there and rent tables. Not It's not always oh, we like gotta you do rent that. the whole thing. Yes. So, so the food is just like. They just bring it out. Well, like, there's not there's like different you or- packages. Okay. So like you want you. If, it depends what you can afford right. or what you're getting. I want the but- four bottles of vodka package with the uh, yeah. you know 18 grams of caviar. Well, you want the like crepes with the, yes, the salmon row. Yeah, yeah, you want that 100%. for sure. Yeah. Um, but all the little salads and pastries and all that. Yeah, it's the best. 
Have you been to one in LA? No, I haven't mm. eaten any Russian food. In New York, I'd go to Ukrainian and I would go to- um, Vesalka. Yeah, like at night when I was homesick, I'd get matzo ball soup. Well, we yeah. were just talking about this pop-up that's happening called Good Pierogi. And I think she might be Russian. It's Russian food. It's yeah. it, the pierogies. But then there's also like, I guess it's the Russian version of dolmas, the grape leaves. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, the stuffed grape leaves. I and then, never want them. Really? Oh, really? Oh, oh I love those. Mm-mm. I love pierogies. Any, any sort of like- the the kinkali like the rush like the the dump any sort of dumplings yeah. whether it's like sour cream on it or any kind of savory filled dumpling I'm like sign me up it's like hand Applesauce. foods you know that's it yeah it's like hand it, food. I want borax and fucking little mini spanakles yeah yeah so I, I don't know I I'm I'm now interested to like rent a room and a fucking rent a table at a Russian banquet hall because you know the dudes in there are going hard oh yeah I want to be partying that's with those good guys people watching oh my yeah. god yes 100%. for sure. Yeah. And that's like a big Armenian thing too. Like in Glendale, there's all those like banquet halls. You can probably just like roll in there. Yeah. You, you, might, you, get, get you might get some looks. You might get some looks. Like, hey, what the fuck is this guy doing here? But as I'm here to party. Having fun. I mean, I guess I if, you're, if you're like you're gay, they might be mad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you're giving off gay vibes. Right, exactly. Ooh. You just don't know what's. You just don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't trust know. my people. <laughs> don't tr- Dang, that's yeah, all right. You know. I don't trust them to not be hateful. So if Joel, if Joel and I go together and just get a two person, a two top, we walk in, in holding hands, hall. and they're just like, well, they "Get the fuck, fuck out, my friend! You come into you disgrace my hall." Yeah. Hi, my name is Vladimir. This is also Vladimir. We are lovers. <laughs> well, also, it's like you need to be prepared to drink at a different level because it's like I, I drink mostly wine these days. Obviously, I love liquor. I love drinking cocktails, but like. Drinking straight vodka, just shot after shot, is a whole new level of drinking. No, my new thing is shots. I don't want to drink. Like, I would okay. rather take a few shots through the evening yeah. than have cocktails. I was just telling Joel, that's what I did at this wedding, because I was on the dance floor, and I didn't want a wine or an open cocktail, because yeah. I'll spill it everywhere. Yeah. So I would just get a beer, like but then, like, every hour or so, a little shot of mezcal, keeps yeah. me moving, keeps me flowing, feeling good. But it's like, I don't ever do shots anymore, because, like, in my mind, shots were like, it's a young man's game. Yes. When you're like out and like if you're out with a bunch of your friends in the late thirties, there's always one guy's like shots, and then it's always a mistake. But that's the, the thing. If you're out with someone who's just like shots, it's just like the shots have to just like organically happen. It's just like <laughs> no, there's like, always an instigator. It's just like hey, like you know, here's some shots. There's like, always an instigator. Let's, you you want a ripper? Like let's fucking rip one up. Recently, I got back into Fireball, oh, and wow. it is smooth. Kara, <laughs> no. Kara Clank only takes it's Fireball sweet. shots. It's sweet. She won't take any other shots but what? Fireball. Really? Oh, God. That's just it's sad. So Disgusting. we were in Austin. I was like, I'll do it. And then I was like, this is actually kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess you have to like. It's like sitting in front of a fire. You kind of have to like that like weird, burn, that artificial burny flavor. Wait, what's your uh, vibe on Malort? What's I actually vibe? like Malort. So for uh, our listeners that don't know, Malort is this famous liquor in Chicago um, that's just like. It's, it's like a fernet. It's like a very strong tasting herbal liqueur, but it's, it's renowned as like, oh, we're drunk, like do a Malort shot because it tastes so gross or whatever. And it's renowned for being really gross. Yeah. Jepson's Malort is like the popular brand that you see at these Chicago bars. So of course, when I went there, I was with Matty Ryan, another comedian who's like the king of Chicago. And he's like, we're, we're getting you some Malort. So I drank it and I really like all the herbal liqueurs from Eastern Europe, like Zwack and all that shit, like Bekarovka. I love Fernet. I love Chinar. So I took Malort and I was like, this is, I liked it. Like, they're like, <laughs> isn't it gross? Oh my God. I'm like, no, this is good. I like this. And then I ordered a uh, Manhattan, but instead of using vermouth, I used Malort. And it was actually really good. Whoa. Yeah. I'll do that next time I'm at the Green Mill. Yeah. So I basically, it was like, I halved the vermouth amount. So it was like, Half red vermouth, half malort wow. with rye, and then, you know, a couple dashes of bitters. 
It was fucking delicious. I like strong herbal shit, though. I mean, I understand why. Is Malort herbal? Yeah, it's like all that shit. It's like Frenette, all those things. They're just like a bunch of herbs and shit steeped in alcohol. And, you know, it just tastes like a bunch of plants and shit. You know, <laughs> when, you're, when you're in Italy, like every town has their own tomorrow. So it's like, you know, every time you eat a meal there, they're like, here. And then you end the meal by drinking a weird, thick brown liqueur. And it helps you digest. You Perfect. Know? Yeah. Perfect way. Uh, is Orzo one of those? Or is Orzo's different because it's clear and it's uh, Orzo's like a grape based spirit, I think. Okay. Whereas most of these, uh, well, it depends. A lot of the things like Fernet and like Italian Amaros are like a grain neutral base, just like clear alcohol that are then, you know, steeped with various plants or whatever. Mud. Uh, Uzo, I think, is just like a grain, like a grape based spirit. But that doesn't have like all the medicinal dig- digestive stuff. That's just Got like. It. You know, something you fucking... But is there a licorice one that's for after or no? Yeah, no. Ouzo. And uh, I guess in France, they do pastis, where they drop the ice cube in it, and it turns, like, cloudy and white. That tastes like licorice. Cool. Yeah, that's like <laughs> a... But, yeah, I, I actually like Malort. You don't really see it in uh, in Chicago. L.A. Anywhere here. Anywhere. It's funny how it's become, like, a mark of pride for Chicago. They're like, we drink the grossest shit. <laughs> yeah, gasoline. <laughs> you like drinking gross shit? Get you come here. to Chicago. I don't know why I'm doing a New York accent, but... Uh, what's the Chicago accent? The what's Chicago accent? Like? Um, like a long A. I think it's um, I think it's just Midwest. Yeah, right? I guess it's kind of the ultimate expression of the Midwest accent. Because sometimes people do think I'm East Coast, and I think it's just because I have a Jappy Jute style uh, way of speaking. I think it's just because you're like yeah, uh, you're a draw. forceful personality. Maybe. Yeah. But um, recently, I was with someone, and they're like, "God, your Chicago is coming out." And I didn't notice. I didn't realize. <laughs> you're, on like, like you're on your third espresso martini. <laughs> like what? But I did recently the live my fantasy. Me? I don't know if you saw on Instagram, but I, my dream, my whole life since I was a kid, was to stay at the Drake Hotel. Okay. And Fancy so ass Chicago hotel. Yeah, old money style. It looks <laughs> like the yeah. Titanic in there. And Hell I got perfect. a Maker's Manhattan Ooh, and like sat like at the bar. Did you eat? Yeah, I had fish and chips the first time. Okay. And then, Interesting choice. I know I was just at the bar and um, I had a few shows that night and I didn't, the guy next to me got the Reuben and that's when I asked for the menu. That's what I would have gotten. <laughs> but I didn't, I got the Reuben the next day. Okay. So then the next day I had a lobster roll Reuben. We oh. got the pretzel oh. and um, something We talking else. like dark mahogany, leather boobs, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. low oh, yeah. lights. Yeah, give me that. But next to me, there was a guy with a Louis Vuitton wallet. And so once I saw his food and order, he was like, what's up? We start talking. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm here for 15 weeks in the fall for work. And I go, I'm not a fool, sir. You're obviously in football. And he was. (laughs) Oh, so you're sitting next to a professional athlete. (laughs) Yeah, he played in the NFL for three years. He won a championship with Ohio State. And then he now is a person, like, um, announcer for the Big Ten Network. Okay. Okay. So that's why he was in Chicago. That's the kind of luminary you sit next to at the Drake. Yeah, That's the kind of people you rub elbows with. Yeah, I was so pumped. Because once I saw the wallet, I knew something. Yeah, there was something going on. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. You're like, you're just regular guys don't have that. Yeah. yeah. No one's like named Dan and just like works at like down the corner and, you know, going to the drink. No, but he was like, your dream has been to stay here. It's kind of dusty. And I go, listen. <laughs> hey, sir, please. <laughs> let me live my truth right now. Yeah. It's kind of dusty. <laughs> to say that to somebody, just be like, oh, this has been your dream. It's a little dusty. Wait, where can, where can the listeners drink Elisa Traeger? Well, he's wor- it's not open yet. I should know the name. I don't know the name. Of it's the g- open it's going to be in New York, though. Yeah, it's going to be in Brooklyn, mm, okay. Greenpoint. Well, New York where- listeners, 
His other bar is called the Pond. I haven't. Yeah. Wait, do you know Alameda what it's going to be? Alameda was you, his restaurant that I loved. Okay. Do you know what the drink is going to be? It's going to be a twist on the espresso martini. Okay. But what's what's oh, the special I, Lisa twist? I have no idea yet. Mm, do you have any input? Do you have any creative? All I said was it should be the Traeger, not Lisa. It should be mm, my last name. The Traeger name. does sound good. Yeah. Small amount of Malor, baby. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's just like one eighth I'll text of an ounce. Him. Just a Ooh. little Malor. I will, I will text him. But I love. we went to Raul's last time I was in, ta- in New York. Classic. Which I want. I like it was one of my favorite dining experiences I've ever had but what was cool was the three girls we would just chit chat and he would cut up all the food and like plate it for us and it was nice you you like enjoy a classic dining experience clearly I do but Raul's is nice because it's like um, nice but it's it is a bar atmosphere like it's not it's not hoity-toity yeah that's what I like too good food but like I don't need white tablecloths and waiters putting down the plates at the same time. It's no. like, this is, this is wasting time. Just but I do love Joe's Stone Crab. I don't know if that makes me basic, but I do like I've it. actually never been. The tomatoes with the pesto and cheese. I, I do like it there. <laughs> it but, does seem like a classic establishment. And you know what's cool? So um, one of the servers had this little pin, and it was a little crab. And I went, what's up with the pin? And basically, you could buy the pin, and then they put all the money into a pot. So if anyone needs money that, that they work with, like if someone has a medical condition or a death, oh my they God. give the money to the employees. That's I love that. Really cool. Yeah, so I bought, really you know, cool. of course I bought a crab. There I you bought go. a little Have you been rocking crab. your crab pin? I have a lot of, I like, I have a bag with a bunch of pins that I, I oh, like Oh, I pins. think we just solved the merch. Oh, yeah. You're going to be a pin girl. Oh, there you pins. go, pins. Pins. <laughs> Um, well, let's, is uh, that done? I, I think I'm let's, it's winding down. I think let's, I think maybe let's wrap it up. Uh, like, What's you know, the best pizza you've had in LA. Oh, we were just talking about how we're in this golden age of LA pizza and we're going to be doing a whole pizza app coming up soon with our friend, uh, Tommy B of Lasorded. I would put his pie somewhere near the top, but we have so much good shit happening. It's almost hard to like wade through and you would need to like put it into different categories. So it'd be like like, wood fired pies, neighborhood pies, but then like Detroit styles become really popular. Quarter sheets is about to open in echo park. Um, I think a go-to spot that I always tell people to go to is super fine. Downtown super fine. Steve Sampson's uh, pizza place right next to his restaurant, Rosa blue, which is also amazing. Uh, That place consistently excellent. Honestly, for me, it's just still Pizzeria Moza. Pizzeria Moza is like, like it's the best. That was like pizza. the first like good pizza in LA. This is years, you know, they've opened years ago. Twelve years, but it ago still fucking hits every time. Really hard, and like, uh, really fucking hard. You know, there's a lot of pop ups happening. Um, I think Tommy, uh, who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, Lasorteds, and he just opened a, a brick and mortar in Silver Lake, which I love. Um, Triple Beam in Echo Park is great. I, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's a great like neighborhood option. So, there's so many options for pizza. It's but I still like think my say. number one is Hail Mary, just because he's not trying to do a classic Neapolitan. He's not trying to do recreate New York like Prime Pizza is, which is also very good. But like he's like, this is LA style pizza, and it's all about the care that he puts into fermenting the sourdough crust. Because I'm like, I'm all about like the crust. Like I want. You may, obviously you want the toppings to be like high quality ingredients, but like if the crust is bad, the pizza's not gonna be good. Like it's just like it's the base, it's everything. So his he's a baker, you know, he's a baker background. So his dough I think is the best, and uh, I think the care that he puts into it is is uh, unparalleled, and I think it just comes out in the pizza. Wow. Yeah. So Hail Mary's still number one, but it's not you know it's not a contest. It's like we can appreciate all the good pizza that's happening. It doesn't have to be. 
You know, it's not like New York, like, oh, we got the number one slight. You know, it's like, hey, like we can just have a lot of good pizza and just be happy that yeah. we all have a lot of good pizza in L.A. No, now. I obviously, I don't know if it's a chip on my shoulder, but people always want to come hate on Chicago. And it's like, have a slice or don't. No one, I don't care. Well, here's the thing that yeah. I think Chi- I see Chicago people get mad about because it'll be like, oh, New York versus Chicago. And then the New York people will be like, oh, like, and John Stewart famously did this and whatever, where it was like, oh, the deep dish is not even pizza. It's like a lasagna. This is crazy. But like when you're in Chicago, there's deep dish, but like everyone eats like pub style, like tavern, tavern pizza, pizza that's cut into squares. Yeah. And that style is really good. That's great. I want that crispy. Everything goes out to the edge. I think that's like the quintessential like Midwest pizza, like in my mind. Yeah. I, but you mentioned Detroit and Jets is obviously a chain, but I fucking love it. I haven't had it. I love it. It's I like square pizza. Chain. I mean, I. It's great. A sheet you pizza. You can have more and it, fe- it feels fun to have the squares. Yeah. Maybe you're not even having more, but I like the square. I think Apollonius to me would be the best to go because they do the, cause they do the square and they also do a great just round pie. Pretty good. So they hit both both marks like yeah. Square well. slices have become like very popular because people like that like the crust that forms. They, on the they edge. want the cheese crown. That's yeah, what they call the crown it. cheese. cheese. Crown just like with the, the smash burger, everyone wants the meat lace on the smashed edge. People want that crispy cheese crown on that pizza yeah. corner. Listen, so I know it might be a chain and not that cool in just a coffee shop, but go get them, Tiger. Oh, in their food is Park. great. Their oh awesome. my god, yeah, it had oh. that crust. On I the think their bacon, breakfast burrito is still one of the best breakfast burritos. Is it better around. than I love Delia's? That's been my. I can't get enough of Delia's breakfast. Burrito. I haven't been there. I can't stop. Wake and Late is uh, Wake and Late's an pretty, only like, breakfast burrito good, restaurant, yeah. and it's I gotta say it's pretty good. fucking good. It's no, they just go put like really them. like really hard fried tater tots in there. So there's a putting lot tater tots of in is great. A lot of crisp because sometimes when it's cubed potatoes, it doesn't work as well in the no. burrito. I like tater tots because they keep their shape, but then they also like smush and and you know fit into the burrito really well. Yeah, crunch. Yeah, I oh, love tater tots. I, I'm a big tater tot in fan. ranch. Um, it's so perfect. No, but go get them as this overnight bowl. I was like, I thought you were just a coffee shop, and now I like I go there to eat. What's the overnight bowl? Just like a bowl of healthy shit mm. with blueberries, it's like overnight oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Dear John's in Culver City has that's it, my dream. It's found a oyster in Dear John's. Yeah. And so, that's but who they I have if you yeah. like tater tots. Yeah, and they have Russian, the caviar tater tots. They have of caviar tater tots. All right, we gotta go to like Dear John's. The most ornate. I made a reservation, so my daughter's coming back down. She loves steakhouses. I'm taking her to Dear John's. All right, here's the plan. Uh, we go to. Can't wait to have that. I want that. We, I want. We go to the Russian banquet hall. We take down a bottle, just us three. We make some friends with Dimitri, and then we hit Dear. John's for fucking shrimp cocktail and caviar and fucking hash browns. Because I know Culver City is known for food. I went to, I think I told you, I went to Vespertine on some yes. dime once and it was the worst meal I've ever yeah. had. Oh, yeah. I had a great meal until I got to, like, it was good until I got to the mains and I was like, oh, this is all really sweet and I don't yeah. like As it long as someone else is paying, I would I would be like, I'm happy to eat at Vespertine, whatever, but if I'm paying, I'd probably rather uh, yeah. go to Found Oyster nine times out of ten. I think the idea of it is what draws but dear people. John. You know? Dear John, that's that's there. like I'm really excited. I haven't been yet, and I really want to go because it's all the way out in Culver City. There's, There's something about a classic steakhouse that like really checks all the boxes for me. That's why yes. I love. That's like Musso and Frank is is worth a visit. Like you get a, an ice cold martini in one hand, a fucking ribeye, and a shrimp cocktail. The best thing about oh, Musso and Frank though is that they just have beef consomme on the menu. I love that. That is just a dish there. Sometimes just sometimes some you're like, I need some broth. Yeah. You, leave, you leave feeling stronger Here's than when broth you walked in with like a. Th- you flex forget shit in it. forget high protein breakfast cereal. If I want protein, I will have a bowl of beef juice do straight to the dome. I do, yeah. 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 I mean, I I think I went through some deep cooking fatigue during quarantine, but now I'm like ready to like get back into it. 
but I think like when restaurants first initially opened, obviously I was just like going to restaurants all yeah. the time, but you know, I just don't cook mm. at all. I actually, ju- I moved into my apartment in April and two weeks ago, I realized I didn't have an oven. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. You just overlooked the oven completely. So you don't cook, you don't cook at all. I get, oh, I make boil, I like boil eggs. Okay. All right. So you have, you like that Russian like egg you know, in the morning, you know, a little bit of salt, I a little bit of I love it yeah. with a runny, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like dipping bread. Dip a guy. Bread. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I mean, you know, if, 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 if that works for you. But- I, it didn't work for me. I bought a frozen pizza and I was like, wait, fuck. You're like, where does it go? <laughs> you put it out in the sun it. for a little while with some tin foil around it, trying to catch the sun the right way. I just, I was definitely embarrassed. Um, I don't like to cook. It's not for me. It's not for everybody. You know, I used to really never cook. Like even in college, I never made food for myself. And then I think just like trying it out and then just being like, oh, like this isn't actually as hard or as like. Do the dishes break your heart? Yes. The dishes are a problem. That's what broke me down over quarantine. I was like, I'm doing dishes all day. Because I cook all the time, but, and I always, I make sure to go to bed without any dishes in the sink. Can't leave them. Can't leave But it's because you have to clean as you go. You can't yes. cook. I'm a clean as you go. And put them because like there's time where things are happening. Yes, you got to be. You have to rinse. You have to soak, and yeah. you have to do them as you go. Yeah. Otherwise, that mountain is just daunting, and you're just like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, I don't want to do exactly. that anymore. You got to clean as you go. Only a few dishes left at the end. It's really, really, you know, to me, actually doing dishes is soothing too. I actually really enjoy yeah. it. Well, you put on a podcast, that. you open a bottle of wine, you fucking. I like cleaning. I'm a, I'm, I like, I enjoy You drink cleaning. half a bottle of vodka, you know, is whatever, whatever it takes. Sure, half a bottle of vodka no, like or just I've gin. Throw, I've like thrown away dishes <laughs> multiple times in my adult life. So I don't I've thrown away like, them. you know, like deli containers and stuff that I've had stuff in. And just things are, I'm just like, nah, I'm not gonna Why cook when you can go to a banquet hall and have them cook for you? I know. I just am so bad with money, even though it's just so delicious out there. Sure. Banquet hall tough. is not a sustainable <laughs> It is delicious way. out there. <laughs> it's so That's so, your merch. A pin. So it just says, it's there. delicious out there. Throw away your fucking cast iron pan. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell our listeners where they can find you yeah. on all the stuff. I'm at Glitter Cheese. I'm actually, I've just started paying a TikTok guy. Oh. I'm, I'm going to be on TikTok. Look TikTok. for her, folks. She's a espresso martini influencer. You'll be like the kid who reviews the Shirley Temples, except you'll be reviewing espresso martinis. That's what was so upsetting at the Drake. So the next day, my friend came and I was like, oh, we should. Uh, the Manhattan was so good. Let's do an espresso martini. And it was like was Kahlua bad. creamy. Yeah. Because that like, place is old on. school. They don't fuck with the new shit. But then it's like, just tell me, bro. Right. Just tell me just tell this me is going to be bad. Good. Just be like, it's going to be this way. Right. Yeah. Do you yeah, want st- that? Stick with the classics at a place like that. I guess. Yeah, you're right. you're right. Okay, well, once you gain like 70 million TikTok followers yes. and become a martini influencer, we'll have you back on to check in. Um, thank you so much for joining us. It was thank you. Goddamn pleasure. An absolute. Uh, I think you should look into starting some sort of uh, celebrity, you know, food, food stuff, booze brand. Some, you'll, you know, we'll we'll figure it out together. Um, we're going to be launching our line of uh, ham slicers and Perones with our faces on them. I would love uh, to do coming that. What's up, a Perone? Perone is a uh, traditional Spanish drinking uh, vessel made out of glass where you pour it in, wine in, in your mouth. Wine bomb, baby. We'll we'll show you. It's fun. We'll show you. What, if, are, what are your reviews on an ice luge? Uh, it's no Perone, I'll say. It's that. no. It's no bone luge. It's no. I'll tell yeah. you that much. It's no bone luge. <laughs> Give me some meat. If with you're that gonna luge and and you want to go big, you eat bone marrow and then luge through the bone. I love bone marrow. Yeah. So you know maybe maybe we'll do like a like a bone luge t- tutorial and put Where it on do I Patreon. Get bone marrow. So many places. I mean, I want. Bone you have to go to like a pretty high end spot Bestia. for bone marrow. Go to Bestia. Marrow. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. And Bestia, yeah. they'll let you do the luge at the restaurant. Yep. Uh, that... You don't even have to really ask. They'll suggest it. 
Didn't we do it also? We were at Sasso or something. We did that. Uh, Didn't we have bone marrow losing? I forget. I don't know. We've done so many We've bone just loses. We've so many places. You know your lifestyle is uh, careening off the rails and you can't even remember, remember the all last the bone, bone marrow losers you had. Um, but as always, you can follow Joel on Instagram at Joel David Miller. Classic. You can follow me on Instagram at Carl Hess. That's K-A-R-L-H-E-S-S. Um, the pod is at YapPod on Twitter and Instagram. That's Y-A-P-P-O-D. And as always, you can email us at yap42069 at gmail.com. Uh, you know, uh, ideas for celebrity tie-in products that you want to see, uh, ideas of the best place to eat bone marrow, you know, whatever you want. Declarations of love for Joel. Mm, um, I can live with that. More bit. bad tattoo ideas for Joel. I see you got a bee on your hand. I for, did. For, for, that's, that's nice. My wife, cool. My wife drew it. I like it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah yeah email us let us know jump on itunes leave a rating leave a review it really helps and uh lisa thank you so much for joining us it's been a goddamn pleasure pleasure. um (laughs) we'll be back next week uh go eat something delicious